Hello, this is Christina Pop, and you are listening to Thrive with Christina Pop podcast. In order for you to live a thriving life, it is essential to fully step into your power and incorporate all the aspects of your life. In this podcast, I will show you how to use your mind, reconnect with your body and with your energy, and how to follow your soul's deepest desires to create a thriving life that feels really good. Let's get started. Welcome to this new episode. I can't believe 20 episodes are already out. This is huge for me. You probably heard me on this podcast telling you the story of how I actually had the idea of launching a podcast nine years ago. And at that time, I published four episodes. And then I decided to stop because motherhood happened and also a lot of moving between countries. So I didn't find the resources to continue. And now... Now I'm doing this. 20 episodes are out and I have already a whole list of topics for the next months and many episodes that are already recorded. And also, I love your feedbacks. Thank you so much for sharing with me how useful this podcast is in your lives. And yeah, thank you for listening. Last week, I share with you how to consciously decide what you want to feel in a situation. And we saw that sometimes we want to feel frustrated or sad or angry. And then I showed you how to feel any emotion by breathing and staying connected with your body. And maybe you have started already to apply this tool Or maybe not. And I want to address now some of the blocks that many people have when it comes to feeling emotions. Because many people feel resistance to the idea of allowing their emotions. And maybe that's your case too. And I want to help you understand why. I have seen three reasons in my practice in working with so many women. And these three reasons are, first of all, you might think that you feel an, if you feel an emotion, you will lose control and you will do something you don't want to do. Yeah, you might think that you, if you feel that emotion, you will lose control. Yeah, you'll do something you don't want to do. That's the first reason. The second reason I see very often is you might think that this emotion will overwhelm you. It will submerge you, it will entangle you, and you won't be able to deal with it. It will be too much. That's reason number two. You might think it will overwhelm you. It will be too much for you. You will not be able to handle it. And the third reason that I have seen is that you might confuse this emotion you are feeling with who you are. I'm going to repeat that. Reason number three, you might confuse this emotion that you are feeling with who you are. And that also comes with the language we use, because very often we say, I am angry, I am sad, I am an angry person, I'm someone who is sad. And this 
is because you might think the underlying idea is that you might think that you are your emotion, that this emotion is somehow part of who you are, of your identity. You might say, I'm an angry woman. I'm someone very anxious. I also have thought for years that, for yeah, in, in my case, anxiety, I thought that anxiety was part of my identity, that this is just who I was. And today I know that this is not true. And I will give you the keys to overcome this blockage and the other two. So now let's look into these three reasons, these three blockages that you might also experience um, and that will, you know, prevent you from trying to to learn the skill of allowing your emotions. So, first of all, you might not want to allow an emotion, an emotion because you are afraid that you will lose control and do something you don't want. If you feel anger, for example, you might think that if you allow yourself to feel anger, you will start yelling or breaking things or hitting. And this does not happen when you allow an emotion. Yeah, I want to really make clear, because I have worked so many women through feeling their emotions, and I have not seen that. When you allow an emotion, when you have this skill, when you have learned this skill, you don't lose control. Yeah, When you allow an emotion, the way I teach it to my clients, you just sit there, breathe, and let the vibration flow through you. That's what I showed you in the last episode, episode 19. So if you want, you can go back and listen to that again. You just sit, breathe, and let the vibration, let the emotion flow through you. The yelling, the breaking things, the hitting thing, it's when you react from an emotion, not when you allow an emotion. Yeah, Yelling, breaking things, that's a violent reaction. That's not allowing an emotion. That's reacting to the emotion. When you allow an emotion, you feel it and then you move through it. And this emotion, it either will stay stable, the level of intensity will stay stable or it will decrease in intensity. It's not increasing. It's not getting out of control. Yeah, this is a fear that many people have. And as a coach, as I said, I have worked <laughs> hundreds of times. I have worked women through their emotions. And I do that for myself every day. And I never saw someone reacting to their emotion when they properly learn how to allow it. When I allow an emotion or when I walk someone through the process of allowing an emotion, personally, when I do that, practice for myself, just sit quietly on a chair where you can stand and you feel that vibration through the body. The emotion you feel in the body. That's allowing the emotion. Now, the second reason that you might not want to let yourself allow an emotion is that you might think that this emotion will overwhelm you. Now, that's 
Many people think that if they let themselves be sad, it will be so intense that they will, you know, disappear in that sadness, that they will be very depressed. And depression is a real thing. And so if you feel uh, that if you are in a depression, I urge you to see a therapist. But this is not the case for the people I see in my coaching practice. Yeah, the people I see in my coaching practice do not suffer from depression. But when your brain tells you that if you let yourself feel the sadness, you won't survive that sadness, that it will overwhelm you, yeah, that's because our brain thinks that this emotion will be too intense to be handled. And for people I have in my coaching practice, yeah, I'm not talking about when you see a therapist because you are in a you are suffering from depression. That's yeah, that's a different thing. But for the people I see in my coaching practice, this is not true. Your body knows how to deal with emotions. There are different somatic tools that I teach my clients to allow their emotions and also to regulate their nervous system. Yeah, this is the work that it's done in the body. And there are many very effective techniques and tools to do that. And I have never seen one of my clients being submerged by an emotion. And I have worked with women who feel who were feeling anxiety for years or emotions like anger or jealousy or frustration. And they have learned how to allow these emotions and also leave these emotions um, go through their body and because they are part of the human experience. And if we don't add extra layers of uncomfortable emotions, of what we call negative emotions, we can deal with the 50-50 of the emotions, with the 50% that is unpleasant. Yeah, 50-50 uh, is a concept that I have shared with you in, I think it was episode 17. It will be, anyway, it will be in the notes of this episode. Very often... When we do this work, my clients tell me that they don't feel so anxious anymore. Or when they feel the anxiety, they have tools to allow it and to process it. And then they also, um, you know, that's because you don't add these extra layers, that's when it becomes manageable. Okay, so that was reason number two. You might not want to allow um, an emotion because you, your brain is telling you that is risky or dangerous or this emotion cannot be handled and this is not true. You can feel any emotion. Now, the reason number three, you might want to push an emotion away to avoid it because you might think that this is who you are and that's something you want, you want to avoid this part of you, the angry part, the frustrated part, the anxious part, the sad part, this what we might see as quote-unquote negative parts. But you are not your anger. You are not your frustration. You are not your anxiety. You are not your sadness. You are not your emotions. You are more than that. I'm going to repeat that. You are not your emotions. You are more than that. Emotions are a vibration in your body. It's something you experience, you feel. It's not who you are. I want you to really hear me. To really hear me on this because it's very important. 
And I'm going to give you an example, a very personal one. Um, because as a child, I uh, went through a traumatic event. I actually witnessed my little brother's death. And for an adult, this is um, considered to be a traumatic event. And for a child, it, this is highly traumatic. And I was pretty little too when this happened. And a couple of years later, I have noticed that I was starting to feel anxious. Yeah, that's something that ha usually happens It might happen after the traumatic event, but also very often it happens um, later on in life. And for me, I have maybe also I, I have started to become conscious of that when I was a little bit older. And this anxiety became very intense when I had my own children. Uh, when, and when you know how trauma works, this makes perfectly sense because uh, whenever my own children were sick, this triggered the traumatic event and, and the anxiety that was associated with it. And after several years of feeling high levels of anxiety, I started to associate anxiety with who I was. Yeah, I was just, I was, I, I was anxious. This is just who I am. That I used to think that. And when I started to apply this, exactly these tools that I'm sharing with you and I'm teaching my clients, when I started to allow anxiety and with the somatic tools I have learned and now I teach my clients, I have started to, to process the anxiety, to regulate my nervous system and to liberate that energy that got stuck in my body due to the traumatic event. And I have also started to put some distance between who I was and my anxiety. Yeah, I started to understand and to use a different language. I am not anxious. I feel anxiety in this moment. And this is something really very important. It might sound like it's a, it's a minor difference in language, but it's really very powerful. It's something I really want to encourage you to do as well, because language is very important for us humans humans and I want to invite you to watch your language instead of saying I am angry try saying I feel angry instead of I am sad see how it how you feel what shifts inside you when you say I feel sad in this moment instead of I am anxious I'm someone that is just anxious try to see I feel anxiety right now in my body that puts some distance between you and your emotion because you are not your anger you are not your anxiety you are not your fear you are not your frustration you are also the consciousness that identifies these emotions the anger the frustration the anxiety you are also the consciousness that identifies this emotion and the observer of these emotions. You are also the body that feels the emotions and also the self that can transform these emotions. So you are not your anger, you are the consciousness that identifies the anger, you are the observer of the anger, you are the body that feels the anger and you are the self that can transform the anger. This is something very important that I want to share with you today. 
Now, from the perspective of the internal family systems, we all have different parts within ourselves that have sometimes very different feelings. For example, if you are launching a new product or a new offer on the market, a part of you might feel anxious and a part of you might feel excited. If you are in the waiting room for an interview for your dream job, a part of you might feel enthusiastic and another part of you might feel apprehensive. If you have received a positive response for a promotion or a career opportunity, maybe a part of you might feel worried. Like, will I be able to, you know, live up to that challenge, to that expectation? And a part of you might feel a fear, might think, oh, I, I don't know how I'm going to, to take on this new job. And also another part of you might feel really proud that you have this promotion, that you have this career opportunity. So different parts of you feel different feelings and sometimes at the same time. And this is a, such a good proof that we are not our emotions. If we were our emotions, we will feel only one emotion all the time. You will feel fear all the time. You will feel worry or frustration all the time. But you are not feeling fear, frustration, worry all the time. Yeah? And if you were your emotions, you would not be able to feel several different emotions at the same time. So these, I think, are really good examples of how, how this works. We have different parts within ourselves that feel different emotions. And we are not all our emotions. And this is something I see with my clients every day when I help them process emotions. They might feel fear and there is also a part of them that feels safety. And also a part of them that might feel enthusiasm. So this is something I also invite you to do. Next time when you feel an emotion, name it. And instead of saying... I'm frustrated, try to say, I feel frustration right now in my body. That might seem a little shift, but it changes everything. And if this work on emotions resonates with you, reach out to me, send me a message on Instagram, on my website, by using the forms that are available on my website, or book a free clarity call with me. I still have a couple of spots left to start working with me in a one-to-one -one private setting, in a tailored-to-you program. And the next spots to work together will open in uh, end of August. And... So we can meet before summer so that we make sure we book you a spot to start working together after the summer break. Thank you so much for listening to me today. And I see you, I hear you, I talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. Follow this podcast so that you can receive this weekly gift in your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is to open your favorite app Apple Podcasts, Spotify app on your phone, search for Thrive with Christina Bob, click on the show and you will see a little plus sign or a follow button on the upper right corner. Click on it and it's done. And the best way to support this podcast is to leave a review on your favorite platform. 
If this podcast was useful for you, share it with friends and family so that they can benefit from it too. Thank you. I'll be back next week.